Not for nothing. With your host, Isaac Oh, Back from the dead, K. Chris. Oof, boy, tell you. You know, we rarely miss an episode of this show, but man, you were down. You disappeared. I almost texted your texted your wife. I was a af- I was a I was afraid. You just you ghosted, bro. Yeah, I mean I I um I literally didn't move out of bed for like almost three days. That's scary. Was it a flu? You don't know. It was a flu. Like I had a fever um, uh, that was weird. That was like fluctuating like on a daily basis, which I don't think is normal. Why is everybody getting this weird Ebola? Like I've, it's, I, it's, I hear lots of people saying the same thing. Tons of people again. Yeah. And it shuts you down for like almost a whole week, like physically. Yeah. That's horrible. I'm sorry about that. That's it's all right. There's nothing yeah. worse than the flu. Yeah. It's not, you know what, honestly, and then after a few days, like our friends, I heard our friends got, um, a couple of people I know had uh, COVID, and I was like, did I just get like a perfect storm of like well, COVID? You know, you know, how do you even know anymore? How do you even know? I don't know. I don't. I tested negative out of a home kit, but I don't think that means anything anymore. Yeah, and I think that's true. I was very sick a while back, <laughs> pink eye, but before, but on top of that, I had some fucking sickness, you know, like fever, blah, 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 and I was like. It wasn't COVID. So then it was like, it didn't matter. I'm like, it, it still matters. Yeah. I feel very bad. <laughs> like, I'm burning up. My, yeah. wa- my wife, she, I, I, uh, I took my temperature and I was like, it's 101. And she goes, that's not really a fever. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was like, well, what's my body temperature supposed to be? And she's like, 98, whatever. Was one hundred one? She's like, yeah, but I mean, you wouldn't really go to the doctor with a one hundred one fever. I was like, fuck. She's like, went to medical school to tell people that they don't have problems. That was like the main goal of it. I, yeah, think, I can kind of see I that. I when guess, you maybe. walk in, they give you a black cloak. They say, put your hand on the Hippocratic oath, and you say, okay. They say, most people's problems are bullshit. That's the whole point of this gig. Don't tell yeah. anyone. We're 90% trying to just feed people, like, tell them they're... And then the other 10%, we're charging through the nose, because obviously we need to make money. So, right. it's a balance, you know? Yeah. Depends on how hard you want to work that day. But most I'm, people will get over I'm their shit. 98-something temperature, like, so I didn't have a fever yet or whatever, and my mom... And my mom... My <laughs> Your mom? You mom came? That's my so mom nice. flew in. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> no. She gave me a cold compress. Oh, crease. <laughs> I brought you some Romagron. Um, but Anne was like, you got to go to the doctors. I was like, I don't even have a temperature. She like freaks out at like the littlest thing about like, it's just like everything's the worst. Did you go to the doctor? And like, I got to go to. No, fuck no. The doctor doesn't want to see you. You don't want to, you don't want to give your disease to those people. I I assume Anne Anne didn't get it, which is fortunate. Yeah, she didn't get it. She slept on the couch for four nights. Oh, what a luxury. (laughs) She spoke about God, it sounds like a dream come true in your own bed. Oh. <laughs> it was, was kind of nice. I was like, ah, I still think I'm, I think I'm good. Take one more day. night. <laughs> just one more night. Like when you're a kid one more. and you're legit sick and you're like, man, I think I could stretch this into three days. I'm feeling pretty good, but yeah, I'm really good. Let's see if I can stay home one more day. <laughs> you're like, I'm still getting over it. I don't want to go. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad to, I'm glad you're back. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going around. Like, I like, listen to a lot of podcasts. I feel like every podcast I listen to, there's some guy on there coughing, and he's like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. The bronchitis or something. It's just a RSVP, whatever the fuck. RSVP. All yeah. the kids are getting the RSVP. Yeah, RSVP. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about that my, for the last two years. Since you, 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 get a, you have a kid, and they're like, here's new diseases. <laughs> here's, a, here's a whole book of new diseases hand, foot, and mouth disease or some shit. They're like, RSV, that's pretty scary. Sleeping pneumonia, that's when your kid breathes in water during the day, it's fine, and then goes to bed and dies. And you're like, ah, oh, what? Oh my god. Yeah, there's a whole new, there's a, it's terrible. It's terrible. They're, yeah. uh, you, they're like, it's the end times? What? In the end times? 
be in the end times here? I, oh, I think that's for certain. I think that's for certain. We, I don't understand any of it. Like, I don't understand why, why we like, and maybe it's just because we wore masks for so long and then we were like, no masks. And the diseases were like, fuck, they're weak. Yeah. Let's get them. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, no masks. I don't care what happens to me. Yeah. yeah. I'm back on masks. I love yeah. them. I don't go fucking, I got to go in the city all the time now. There's like eight people on an entire Jersey Transit train that wear a mask. It's me and old Asian ladies, and I'm like, yep. we're going like this. We let's keep it up. Like, I don't want your fucking flu. I don't want. I don't want. I don't care if it's COVID anymore. I just don't want whatever your exactly. boogers are running down your face. Like yeah. I don't. I, as soon as I leave Penn Station, it comes off. I walk about, you know, mm-hmm. and then when I get back in public transportation, that's a just a, it's a non-starter for me grocery store the bank everywhere i was like this is disgusting yeah yeah it's like you people and people are just hacking and coughing oh yeah coffin's back oh man coffin's made coughing's made a huge comeback <laughs> <laughs> i know i put a mask on because i was like this is fucking this is gross yeah I'm, I'm gross everyone else is gross why can't we just wear masks well yeah i mean i don't know we don't need to make this into like the Opposite no, we of Kyrie Irving podcast, but like, I just feel like we knew it works. It works for all. Of, it's not just right. a COVID thing. It works. So if you feel sick, put a fucking mask on, move on. Like now we've now we now we that they don't think it's like it's just for COVID. That's the dumb thing. It's like we the the one of the bright spots that should come out of this whole fucking pandemic is that we can wear masks without shame. Yeah. You know, like oh, yeah. if you're feeling bad. Here's your mask. And then no one even like look, thinks twice about it. But I don't know. We, we had to go so hard on the other direction. We had to go so hard. People on a, and walking down the street with masks on. In the middle of the street even still. And I'm like, that's actually probably smart. I don't care. It's weird that you're wearing ca- it outside, I, ca- I, I think. I don't care. Wear I whatever don't care. the fuck you want. The problem, yeah, wear whatever. The yeah. I notice, like now that I'm in the city a lot more, is like... Young people are still rocking the masks. Yeah, that's true too. Actually, they're. The, I'm like, well, they're mothers, they're like s- mothers or something. Yeah, no, but like, I mean, like teenagers. You know, like they're still in the. They're still doing it. It's because they're the smart ones. I know. They also smoke weed everywhere now in the city. Yeah, teenagers. Well, that's going on for a long time. I know, but it's like, but now it's like they just don't give a fuck. They're yeah, like it yeah. used to be like sneaky. Yep. No, no one's sneaky. No, there's no sneakiness anymore. It's crazy. Nice. Is it? Yeah, why not? Who I cares? want weed to be a little bit more sneaky. <laughs> I was talking about this with my sister the other day. I also want weed to be way less fucking potent. Like, I want it to be like the weed from high school. Like, that, yeah. that's the weed I want. And, like, yeah. I, I want it to be kind of skunky. Ditch weed <laughs> that pops when you light it, that makes you high for like 45 minutes, maybe. And then you kind of need to smoke a little more if you want to keep it up. Uh, Makes you hungry, makes you fall asleep, you know, giggly. That's it. I don't need to go on these fucking roller coaster rides. No. And like, uh, someone shared with me, I think it was my wife actually, the potent, like she, you know, she's a, a doctor as mentioned. <laughs> Did you know my wife's a doctor? Uh, she put, she, uh, the potency of, of weed from like, in like 1995 was like, it was like, uh, like 3% THC of weed, 3% sat- THC saturation in the weed. And now it's 15%, right? Like, that's just way yeah. too much. So I have been buying <laughs> these one milligram uh, THC, five milligram CBD mints. They're just mints. I fucking brought them into MSG the other night. There's mints. You just carry them around. They're mints. And you take one, if you feel like it, it's real low stakes. Yeah. It's the best. I'm like, this is 90s weed. <laughs> like, this is, I've given it out to everybody. I give it to my sister. I give it to my friends. I'm like, here's the weed you want. Christmas I, presents. I, yeah, it's, I'm giving them out. I'm like, I found the weed you want. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, it, like, we're not out here trying to fucking have visuals, you know, yeah. on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's, that's fucking mushrooms and fucking LSD. Yeah, so. let, them, yeah. Let, the, let them have that. Yeah, they all had their, they all had their purposes and levels. Exactly. And the thing is, like, weed should be like, if you want to get fucking stoned, you do like a gravity bong. Yeah. You know, like, there are ways to get higher from the right. weed that you have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You just do Put other a little things. Fu- uh, tobacco in there. Yeah. 
just do all, there's all sorts of tricks. And like eating weed used to be a novelty. You'd be like, do you want to get super fucked up body high? <laughs> you know? Like, but it's body high. Yeah. And you fucking spend Ooh. all afternoon making fucking weed butter and put it in some goddamn cookies. And then you'd be like, well, rolling the dice. I have no idea how fucked up this is going to make me. Yeah, it's kind of fun. That yeah. was the point. Yeah. You go to a movie and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah. Up. This movie's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I think Up is the most stoned I ever was in a movie. <laughs> up. <laughs> like a Pixar film. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah, it was, I, think, I don't know why. <laughs> it was funny because... Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to tell a weed story. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, I did want to ask you a, a question. Unless you want to keep talking about weed, which we can totally do. It's, I think, 90% of what podcasting is these days anyway. But we can I, move on. We can move on. Great. Uh, all right, I did have a story I wanted to. I, w- I want your p- opinion on something. Uh, okay. You know, the, there's this fucking comic, Sebastian fucking. Maniscalco. Manifesto or whatever. Yeah, that guy. Who yeah. the fuck does he appeal to? I don't get I, that motherfucker. Like, I. <laughs> but is it. But he's so fucking. And a fucking guy. Like. And I was like, I don't, he's wildly popular and famous, right? And I've seen his little yep. act, you know, his like overemphasized act fucking yep. Johnny Two-Tone yep. thing, you know, whatever. But he's got a new special yep. out. And I was like, I got, like, there, he has to be fun. Like, there has to be something funny about this guy, right? Like, he's, yep. he can't be this famous and this popular. And so I tried watching a special and it's just, it's not for me. It's not for me, yep. and the and where I bailed was he's like he's trying to like turn back the hands of time to like a golden age of machismo, and he's talking about how he like puts cologne on his kid and he's fucking kid. He's like you know, and he, and he's like, and I don't want to stick around in a class, you know. I got I'm a dad. I gotta go do dad stuff, you know. But my kid's there and he's pulling all the hotties and the teeth, and it's like fucking gross. And then he does this bit, and he's like, yeah, this Asian guy. You know, comes up to me and he goes, uh, "I'm a, I'm, I'm the, fa- I'm one of the fathers." And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, and he goes, "And that's my kid over there." And he's like, "Well, there's only one Asian kid in the class." It's like I, I knew I, you know, like I, uh, I mean, I hate to be <laughs> this guy, but like you know, fucking, there's only you and one Asian kid. I can figure it. I could do the math. Where, are, where are we in this world where, you know, I can't just be like, oh, the Asian guy dad is with the Asian kid, you know. And uh, so I was like, fuck it, I'm out. Like, I'm just out. Like, I'm out on this whole, like, let's, let's, let, simpler times when we could be, you know, prejudiced and slightly racist and everything yeah. was fine. Like, I fucking hate that rhetoric. Yeah. So the other day, only like day, maybe two days after I, I saw that bit. Come up to you. <laughs> no, I was picking my kid up from fucking daycare and this Asian mom comes walking in with me. And uh, I'm walking down the hall and whatever. And I, I, you know, we just small talk. Hi, how are you? Whatever, you know. And, uh, and there's a couple Asian kids in Roscoe's class, you know. Uh, Nicholas, who I like particularly like. It's very cute. Uh, but anyway, uh, she goes to get her kid. I don't know who her kid is. But I didn't fucking make any judgments. And guess what? She picked up her black son. <laughs> and I was like, that's right! Sebastian Manifesto, or what up, Man- Manicotti? Like... They, sometimes oh, racist now. Yeah, well, no, I mean I can't remember his last name. Whatever, fuck you. But yeah, America, Sebastian Vulcan Mozzarella. <laughs> I was like, I was like, it, it does happen. It happened to me days later. You fucking guy. Like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you for fucking trying to like pull, pu- you know, push this fucking. Like I, I hate that. I hate that shit. I fucking hate that shit. I don't know how you feel about him. You know, you you might find him enjoyable. Like I, I'm like, ugh. I can't. I don't get it. I don't get. He's like Jeff Fox. He's not Jeff Foxworth. He's like he's like the guy that does the the puppets. Like that guy. Let's see. <laughs> you know, what I'm talking about Jim Dunham or whatever. Jeff Dunham, Dunnigan, whatever. You know, what I'm talking about puppet guy. <laughs> you guys racist too. Of course, he his, his new his new special is called like 
ain't canceled yet. And it's like him with like a jalapeno that's dressed up like a Mexican. And he's like, oh my God, dude, like, like, what is happening? It's, um, I don't know what's happening. What do you think about fucking Sebastian? Uh, so it's, um, explain him to me. Tell yeah, me I'm wrong. I, I can't. He's on when I I wasn't joking when I said he appeals to Italians, because my my wife uh, I think really likes him. No comedy. Oh, and no, and no. Oh God, Mark, who's Italian. Oh Jesus. And like years ago, before he really got big, oh, he, no. I think he he had like one special on Netflix or something. Is that okay. is our buddy Mark would always like text us like little clips from YouTube of his dude stand up. Mark's great. And, and I know. And he was like, he just oh, thought this Mark. was like the funniest thing in the world. And I was like, I don't, I don't get it. You know, so maybe I don't it's get just it. Not, we didn't grow up with those people. Right. And so like, there was a few things, you know, like he, there was one in the stand up. He talks about like his, his grandma was like making lasagnas in the basement because like every Italian family has like a, has like a second oven in the basement, which honest to God, my, my wife's family had one. Okay. So there's a relatable. So, there, so there's relatable content there, right? And so she was like, she's like firing, firing him out of the fucking oven, you know. And he's like doing those old fucking yeah. like big with his dumb hands and his over fucking enunciation. Yeah. Oh yeah, I can see him. Whole thing, you know. And he's like yeah. firing it out and like gets all low and like is shooting him out yeah. with his hand. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, and he's fuck. like from side to side, his hands, yeah. just, you know, oh, back and God. forth. And it was like it was funny and and like. I, Wait, am I the racist? Do I speak Italians? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like, all right, he's, he's at least he's making fun of his own his own people and yeah, whatever, and his yeah. family and the Italians yeah, and the whole sure, thing. And, sure. And I think, I mean, it's not mostly comedy though. It's like you just sort of find the stereotypes in everybody. Yeah. Actually, that's that's sort of the problem where you take it to other places where you probably shouldn't. That's that's a more reasonable explanation. I just was like felt. But I don't think he's, I think, yeah, he got really big and he got really, you know, popular and wild. And he, now he has like a half dozen comedy specials on Netflix. But I saw, I saw the preview for the one that you're just talking about. And I was like, oh, he's got a new one out. Maybe like Ann and I will check it out because I think Ann enjoys it. But maybe she doesn't really. She just kind of does. And I started watching it and I was like, that's not funny at all. It's terrible. Like the, the preview thing. Oh, the, the. And I was like, yeah. And he just looks like he got like a little old. Like you said, he got like a little older, a little more like old school. And from like what he was or something, you he's know, too. Like, I don't know. He's like, down a certain He's turned path. into one of those guys that's like the, the bit is the like, what happened? What, when did we get so soft? You know, yeah. like what? Right. Which he's not. A, he doesn't come across as an overly like manly kind of dude anyway. I'm just like, what do you mean? What? There's nothing wrong with your like, there's nothing wrong with your yeah. world. You're a millionaire. Like everything right. worked out for you. All like you want to go back to a simpler time? When Italians were treated like like minorities, yeah. how about yeah. that? You want to go yeah. back to like immigrant day? Like, how far back do you want to go, Sebastian? To the simpler right. time, to the fucking ten year wheelhouse where you could fucking walk down the street like John Travolta and feel the fucking cool, like cool air on your hair. Like, I just fucking ugh, God, it's it's so yeah, it's so it annoying. Was, yeah, he he's I I yeah yeah I I don't whatever he, he's um. I don't find him particularly funny either. Um, but, I but, but I think you did explain it to me a little bit better. I shouldn't get my, I shouldn't be so offended. I should just turn it off. But also, he was wrong. Sometimes Asian parents pick up kids that are not Asian. Yeah, I think too. It's like we're all right. He 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 tried a bit. In his mind, it's funny, and it's it's it probably just it's not it's never going to land except for like a certain fucking old racist group of people. Exactly. Who like. Why do you want to pander to those people? Like I, I, I was noticing in the last like week, there's this like <laughs> last couple weeks, like there's a lot of like those people. I know they've been around, but like they're really struggling now that Trump is in office or something. Like they're like, oh, well, uh, like <laughs> like the like the Liver King. <laughs> Remember we talked yeah. about him. Oh. Now he's he's like, oh, I did steroids. Like he. <laughs> That was easy too, by the way. Everyone said he did steroids. No, he was the only one that was like, "Nope, just nope. just from eating cow's testicles." Yeah, but we're like, "Dude, stop!" And now, so he's like shamed, and like yeah. it's like he's over. He can't. He canceled him. I'm like, dude, hey, come on! Like, you, everyone knew that, and and now like Jim Ursay is like, "Well, I want to hear what Dan Snyder has to say." I'm like, "Wait, what?" Now, like everyone, it's all these like, Cole Beasley. Like it's like this whole world. 
Cole Beasley siding with Kyrie. It's like, what? Now he's back on the Bills. It's like, what? Ugh. <laughs> like, why? Why are we still dealing with these people? Like, what? <laughs> Just shut up. Do the job. Eat the fucking cow's hearts. Run the football team. Whatever. It's just crazy. I don't know. I just felt like there's this, all these parallels to this. It's seeping back into the thing. It's like, oh, they're getting ready for Rick DeSantis. It's like, they're, oh, we can't wait. Can't wait. Well, yeah, right. There's always a backslide. I feel like there's always a backsliding to um, every sort of like movement's too strong of a word, but you know what I mean? Like every time that you feel like there's a step forward or something, you're like, all right, great. This is the way it's going to be now. And then. And then it's like, no, 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 we got to like slide back into this old way just a little bit more, you know, because, because God forbid we change too fast, too soon and, and too, too righteously. Yeah. It's, it's not, like, it's everyone, because everyone's it's, just like, well, I kind of like that way. We used to sort of just be slightly a little racist, but really friendly to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Racist behind their back, you know? Yeah, right. Right. Uh, I, you know, this like Brittany Griner was freed you, and so my mom's, um, sorry, go ahead. Or my mom's, who I, I haven't talked to in a long time. And I called her like a couple weeks ago. Your mom? Yeah. I gotta call my mom. My mom. Today. And um, it, it's actually like a real, my really good friend's mom. Um, but anyway, whatever. She's like family. And I haven't talked to her in a long time. Uh, and she just was like, ah, oh, she's like, ah, oh, she's, she's like so fit to be tied sometimes. Um, you know, like she's just like, oh, I just wish, you know, we could go back to simpler times. And and she's like one of the most sort of like like uh, caring like sort of progressive people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and like all that kind of stuff. And she hated Trump and like she hated all those things. But like she uh, she's like you know I just want people to be nice to each other, you know. Like can't we just go back to the old days when everyone was nice to each other? And I was like, wow. I was like, when was that? I think in her that bubble they were though. Maybe I don't know. know. How old is she? Oh, she's probably in her sixties. Um, but she's like she's not. Uh, like any, like there's no thing about her that you would go, oh, like she used to enjoy those times. Like, you know, like when she, she, she would really think th- her personality is the type of person that like you would really think that she would like think about like what it was like 50 years ago for people. For yeah, every before saying something like that. Right, right. You know, and like she, she's the one that would like post all these Facebook, you know, like deep thoughts on Facebook and, and how the world is, is being ruined now and, and all these horrible people and Trump supporters and all these things and blah, 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 blah. But then I was like, can you, how did you not just think for yourself? Well, I think, I think, I think, I think, I think you landed on it right there. It's like, it's, it's Facebook. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, but I think she just, I think everyone's have sort of uh, people of a certain age, like that are, that are the baby boomers or, or our parents or, or those generations, or whatever that is. Or Mike Davey, happy birthday, cold cuts. <laughs> uh, is like, they just, um, they sort of blinded themselves to like years gone by. Like, Oh, it was such a simpler time. then. it was such a, it was such a better time. And it was like, well, actually it really wasn't, but you, you never really thought about it enough back then. Maybe. Right. Or you, or you, you're, you're, you've lied yourself for so long now. But that what's, you think but what's, such a great what's the bad what's so what the bad thing is now to them that like pe- because there's like the insurrection and stuff like or is it like that people are just like not and people are rude on the streets or 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 you know like there's no i, I don't think there's I, I feel like they don't think there's like any sort of res- mutual respect for people i think anymore well yeah i mean that's the fuck the, don't that there's that and part of it right I, I i agree with some of this stuff you know like we were having a conversation, her and I were having a conversation about like people with strollers just walking down the street that have like these five wide strollers and they don't like, nobody like sort of moves out of the way for anybody anymore, you know? And like, no one's sort of polite or holds chivalry's, up a door. Chivalry's like, dead, sure. I, I get that. And I think a large, a large part of that is like, we're all on our phones. Like that's, I, I really think that that's a big part of it is like this whole like, we're all on our phones, right? We're all on our phones. You go to, and like, the DMV, everyone's on their phones. Like, there's no inter, like, there's no gentle interaction that helps lend itself to those types of things where you like look, make you notice the world around you just regularly, right? Like, you're just what right. You're, all you're doing when you're walking down the street is passing the time until you can get back on your phone. Like, and so I think a lot of a lot of like the social like pleasantries get lost in that. Because it's hard. It's like, oh, I just have to talk to this person for a second, and then I can get back in my phone. 
And I, right. I, I think it does. Like, I, I think it, I don't know or, if that makes us a, 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 I don't know if that, like, that makes the, the days when there was a phone, what weren't phones readily available better. But like, think about like your telephone, right? Your house, your landline, right? Your landline rings. And you answer, you don't know what the fuck's going to be on it. You're a kid. You don't know what's going to be on it, but you answer it, right? And you say, Merseth residents or something like that, right? Who may ask is calling. You know, like, you're like, there was like yeah. a blind interaction in that, you know? And that person was like, it's Tom, Tom Thompson. Uh, is your father home? And you're like, hold on. And then you're, and then you like find your dad. And then if he can't find him, you're like, oh, I'm sorry, he's not here right now. Can I take a message? And then you write a message and then you hang up the phone and whatever. I don't know if that's exactly how you were raised, but it's so, some version of that existed in everyone's house, right? But that's just gone. Like that, that's just one example of something that's just gone. Like there's nothing that's pulling us together to have interactions with each other as strangers other than annoyances like people coming down the sidewalk at you with a stroller or like trying to fucking get fit onto a subway or whatever. It's all like the interactions have become so polarizing or so insular, I guess. That, and yeah. I think that a lot of that has to do, and I don't want to be like this like anti-technology person, but in a because I walk down the street and I don't even know what to do if I don't have headphones in. Like it's <laughs> like I'm lost. Like you know, like I gotta listen to sounds and words and you know experience like the environment. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not saying I'm better or I don't do it, but I do. I, that's my. That's my. That's one thing I think that makes that's 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 happened in the last twenty thirty years. So that that. It falls into the same generation of people that have watched this really insane transition of how we interact with each other through yeah. technology. Right. And I think it's, I, I, I was going to say too, like this in conjunction with that is that I think there's a, there's a level of like selfishness. Yeah, yeah uh, for sure. Oh, right. But because of like technology and because of like, um, like everything, I think now, you know, it's like the convenience of everything. The um, nowness that, of know, now. You to, right. You don't have to go out and, and go like, you know, Christmas shopping necessarily, you know, or you don't have to do all those things that you used to do to sort of like either be out of the house or sort of interact with people and or think about other people. Like you don't, all you have to do is think about yourself anymore. All I'm trying to do is avoid people, I feel like. I know, but I think it's I, just whatever, like every little instance of, of everything sort of adds to a level where it's just about, it's all it has to be about you, you anymore. And your immediate, yeah. Your immediate, your immediate needs or, or concerns, right? And like, whether you're walking down the street, you can listen to music or be on your phone or whatever, or you can, you know, uh, you know, go to a restaurant and it's just like, there's no, it, it's, it's, I think very much to your point, but, and I don't know how to explain it, but I think it's just been, a, it's just been a, a sort of a, um, a road that we've all traveled that like, there's, there's just, the world has become more about my own personal needs yeah. as opposed to everyone else. Yeah. So maybe that's or, what, or maybe that's thinking as it like a think or a community, right? Like it used to be like little, you know, mom and pop stores or, 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 you know, you go out and you support, you know, the, the neighborhood, you know, whatever's and stuff. And, and like, I, I don't think there's like, cause there's not as many activities maybe to do either. Right. Cause you don't need as many activities. You have, you have television and you have on, everything's on demand and all these things and stuff. And I think that just sort of helps sort of, uh, insulate ourselves from each other. You have to work a little less harder to get everything you need. Yeah, and I, th- and I mean, it, I, yeah, I think that's. I think easy. That's right. everything's convenient, but I think in that it it, it 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 human nature sort of turns us into ourselves. Then for some reason. Um. Yeah, I think that's. And right. it's fine. Like I don't. I don't think it's any sort of better or worse necessarily. Like I, it drives me crazy sometimes because people just can't be a little bit maybe more nicer or think about you know like move over just two feet so I, I can actually walk on the sidewalk as well. Right. And like in New York, it's worse. You're never going to, you're never going to win the, the stroller argument. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Are, like parents I, are the worst. I, parents are the worst. Like the, the, yeah. they're just, they're, they're just tile because they have a fucking baby. Yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah. That's just what it is. All right. Just, and that's fine. I like, I don't, I don't personally, it, it, it drives me, it drives me crazy a few times, but most of the time I'm the one that's moving out of the way anyway. I'm the one that's like zigzagging across sidewalks because I'll just get out of everyone else's way. But then that's what, you, that's what you should do. Then, then you are, then you, that's what you should do. That's your role, you know? Yeah, duty for is. duty's sake, I think, as Nietzsche once said. Right. Uh, it's like, I'll just move. It's easier. I don't want to try to like walk through five people anymore like I used to when I first fucking moved here when I had like 
more of a, uh, a fucking attitude. Yeah. You know, I'm not moving out of the fucking way. I'll, bu- I'll bump shoulders with you. I'll knock you over. You know, like, I'm like, I don't care about that anymore. Like, I don't, I just want to walk down the sidewalk. I don't you're, care if I have to. Are we getting into a conversation about the ego or with the super ego? Where like you've let, you've, you've come to a place with your ego that you can not feel wronged by being pushed out of the way. And instead you're just, yeah. you're, you're fine with it. That's where you want to be. That's where you want to yeah. be in your, in your mind. I can't get there yet. I would like to, but I'm just not there yet. I don't, I don't know why. Like I still, I still. Subway, subway cars still bother me. Like just fucking wait five seconds. I know. So people can well, just driving in general. Like it's all kind of, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it, you know, what's really weird is that like it's, Anne and I both have a, have a switch. Like as soon as we come into or leave the city. Yeah. Both get so fucking angry. Whether whether either of us, especially Anne, when she's not driving, she gets really angry. Angry in the city. Yeah. Ah, huh. interesting. Uh, when we're driving, though, so it's like we go to Vermont and like we leave and we we come back and we're having a nice, pleasant drive and we're listening to music or whatever and, and talking and stuff. And as soon as we get in the city, like you just you just there's a switch and like both of us are like, "Come on, you motherfucker!" <laughs> <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> It, it's a weird, like, as soon as you get into, like, a little bit of traffic and a lot of fucking people, and it's like, there it is. There's the anger. I'm, uh, I, yeah, it's great. At least you know Funny. where it comes from. So, hmm? you, at least you, you, you know where, it, you, you know where the trigger is. The trigger is yeah. being back in there. Yeah, even Anne, who's, like, the sweetest person in the world, all of a sudden, she's, she gets so, like, aggravated with people, like, just driving past people or people who can't, you know, drive in the one fucking lane or something. And, I, and like, I'm the one driving. I'm like, can you just close your eyes or something, please? <laughs> I wish I had a partner in crime like that. I don't have that. <laughs> Kristen's chill all the time. She barely, like, if we're on the highway, I'll be like, watch this asshole. You know, she's like, yeah. and then we just watch an asshole drive. And it's pretty fun. But like, yeah. <laughs> that's, but then, would, then she's like, all right, now I'm going to drive. And I'm like, why? You're driving dangerously close to the shoulder. Like, what? Well, who taught you to drive? She's like, well, my mom said the safest way to be to drive was to get as far away from the center lane as possible. I'm like, you hear that sound, right? That's the rumble strip. <laughs> like we're we're in the ditch. <laughs> like let's just try to split the difference here. Let's, you're the person I'm pointing out to you minutes ago. Crazy person. Um, anyway, that's a that's a wow. We got we went into a weird place there. I apologize to everyone listening. We haven't talked for a while, so we're just you know we had to get. Get get ready. Uh, we should we could we could talk about sports too. Which I don't know if you watched any sports lately. I've tried to. I just I are you out on sports? We we uh we could just stop talking <laughs> altogether about <right>. sports. <laughs> I watched the football game last night. I felt bad for your team. Uh, I watched the halftime and I was like, I, why am I watching this? I'm just gonna go to bed. I went I went and saw a game with a friend, Dylan at uh. I went and saw the Knicks and and Kings, maybe some of the worst basketball I've ever witnessed. Uh, just wretched all around. Uh, bad refing, bad playing. Like I was really high to high and excited to watch these Kings play. And then the Kings rolled into Philly the next night and uh, just got trounced. Man, the Kings. Uh, maybe they've righted the ship. I don't. I. It's. The, I think that the eye-opening thing about basketball. I haven't watched a game in person in a while. And I used mm. to watch so much basketball in person. And I, fa- I think that like I need to go to more games because I'm kind of lo- like it's nice to see how it all really flows in person and what parts of the game sort of take people out and into the game. Like you're just watching so much more. You're watching the bench. I'm watching the bench way more when I'm at a game than when I'm watching like just being force fed what I should be paying attention to on sure. on TV. And like the, luckily I had these like cool guys next to me who were like real Knicks, like super Knicks heads. Like they knew the players that I'd been watching on, on, uh, cause I've been watching a lot of Westchester Knicks cause it's on at seven o'clock. Don't ask, but like they knew. So like that part of it was also good. Cause I was getting, you know, some, some insight and information on like where the Knicks are as a team from like fans. So I guess my point is just like, I need, I need more of the fan experience. I need to go to more games if I'm going to get like, truly back into into watching basketball because right now it's i, t- I kind of just put it on get on my exercise bike and ride but i'm not like really interacting with the game the way that i need to to be like a true fan of the sport yeah that, mm. see that sounds horrible to me <laughs> really there you go you want to be back in your phone i want to yeah. be out there interacting with the world 
in society. Yeah, I, I no. I, to me, like being at a stadium with fucking fans, I just oh, awesome. not just not. It, that's not interacting with me. It's just listening to loud people scream and yell. Oh, but these were like these were good. These were like just people. I just no, I just started talking. Finding to them. those people every single time. What? You're not finding those people oh, every single sure. time. Oh, for sure. No, for sure. Like we stayed and like talked to them as the game was over. Like that's how. Like they were great. Yeah, we like shook hands and like said goodbye afterwards. It was like that was a real treat. <laughs> it was it was awesome. Was really pleasant meeting you. I was pleasant meeting you too. We exchanged names. We were like, "Hey, I'm Chris." Oh, I'm Chris too. Like it was, yeah. Dylan goes in there. Like we were just talking. It was fun. Uh, so that was that's a, that was a nice treat. Uh, it's just too bad that the kings were stinky. We didn't get to light the beam. I was really excited about lighting the beam. But I have a perfect record at MSG, and I tried to drop a, a gambling tip to everyone that if I'm at, that if I'm at MSG, they're, the Knicks are going to win. And sure as shit, the Knicks won. I bet it. No one else would touch it. But That's all that matters. You, you, can't, you can't bet for everybody, Chris. That's true. You can't bet for everybody. They I'm, don't want to take the pre money. I'm not a draft king. Uh, speaking of the Knicks, though, Chris, yeah. um, I just saw this the other day, and I was like, this blows my fucking mind. Is that Tom Thibodeau is now in the top ten of all time winningest Knicks coaches? Really? Oh, winningest Knicks Number coaches. Eight with ninety two wins. Wow, that's brutal. Brutal, right? Like it's it's really top heavy, right? So wins. like the top four is is sort of like, like you know you really have to coach a really long time to get in the top four. Maybe top no top five. I These are know. wins as a Nick, right? Yeah, Knicks coach. Like T- Thibodeau hasn't been coaching that long, and he's already and he's already in the top. He's top. He's eight, and he could pass. What did he just he, pass? Hubie Brown. Yeah, he passed Rick Pitino. Oh wow. Yeah. I'm just Rick, lo- I'm just looking at the I just I just looked up coaches in New York Knicks, and uh, I forgot some of these guys were Knicks coaches. I forgot about the uh, the Kurt Rambis years. Yeah, yeah. Doc, he could pass Mike Doc Woodson. Coach the probably yeah, only this season. Wow, dude, that's crazy. It's crazy. Hubie Brown is fifth with 138. He, I, Tom probably needs another year to probably pass Hubie to be in. The, he could be a top five winningest coach of all time. It is like a fucking. That's so fucking weird to me. Mike Woodson. I mean, remember the Mike Woodson oh. years? Holy shit. Which also makes me wonder, like, of 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 all the teams in the NBA. Like how many how many's top tens are like roughly the same? You know, we're like so the the Knicks the, the tenth winningest coach in Knicks history is Eddie Donovan, who has eighty four wins. Like where the fuck he is? It's like a season. Yeah. It's like one Steve Kerr season. But like how many other teams have have like a top where, where you basically like two good seasons get you in the top ten? Well who do you think I mean, if you're if you were doing like a Mount Rushmore of Knicks coaches you know, you, you 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 immediately put fucking Van Gundy on there, which is just stupid, and you put Riley on there, maybe because, but then he was a turncoat. Like who 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 who's the who won in the seventies? Who the fuck is Red. that guy? Red Stoltzman. <laughs> he's the one. He's the one that they won the championships back in the seventies. Fucking Red Stoltzman, get out of here! The fucking Red <laughs> Stoltzman. Like so, then Stoltzman makes it right. So it's Riley Stoltzman. Who like who's who's four? Who's four? Van Gundy, and then who's four? I guess the, whoever Joe Lapchick is. The fuck? Exactly. I, like, listen. So that's but that's the thing, that's my point. Is like so like if you go to the if you go to Boston or even the Lakers or like Dallas or, put, or and you got to put Herb Williams on that, right? <laughs> like, let's just get <laughs> get Herb Herb up there right right but, away. But like, do do all these teams have like just like three or four really good coat like? Winning coaches like like well huge. if they well if they've if they've they're a winning franchise they probably don't have that many coaches at all right like look at the right. bull, the Bulls like they get, they have like Doug Collins and and Jackson and then who you know like no but they might have gone through a lot of coaches like in between and stuff you know so so maybe all teams just don't have that many good coaches maybe maybe yeah. or the, you know the, I mean the Knicks have a history of just cycling through coaches so you don't have I'm, that I'm much racking my brain to think of like which of the Sixers coaches were any good, and I immediately am like, well, Bre- Brett Brown's probably my favorite coach of all time. <laughs> I hated all the coaches in the in the nineties. 
in the eighties, Jimmy O'Brien, Larry Brown, like I didn't want any of those guys. Doug Collins, fuck out of here, you know, like right. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Like that, it's there's not like coaches are they're kind of far and few between. I there think there aren't that many good coaches. Yeah, weird take. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Weird. Let's get to football, Chris. All right. Boy, did I eat my balls last week. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking. It's a bloodbath, dude. Ugh. We. I didn't have you to bounce ideas off of, probably. I guess. But uh, I was four and eight. Is that right? Yeah. You were uh, five and seven. Is that right? You were four and eight. I was five and seven. Like we're we're like it was we're just, plummeting. We're nothing plummeting. we did worked. I, I we even I think we even we even um went against each other on quite a few and we we somehow were like, we both still sucked. Yeah, exactly. Well, and then I started off this week in the it, I I you know I thought like I thought Gino could do it last night. San Francisco beat the Seattle. Spoiler alert! If you're recording it, uh, <laughs> it was a minus three, which seemed like an easy an easy win. I actually teased, or uh, yeah, I, I shifted that line to six and a half in actual gambling, and, yeah. and took uh, and took Gino plus two hundred plus Seattle losing because I figured they would Gino would have to throw from behind. Gino did, didn't even play that bad. I just don't know what's happening with Seattle at all. But just, I lost and you won, so congratulations. Even though you tried to talk me out of it, I I lost. I like, I don't understand like what. Seattle's just bad. Like they can't stop the run. They can't stop like anything on defense. Their offense is shit now. Like it's a, kind of a good thing that we didn't give Geno Smith a big contract at the one at the start of the season because like he's coming back down to earth here a little bit. I don't think it's Geno's problem. Geno still pulled through for like two twenty. Yeah, I mean he's still, like I, yeah, I but no like any quarter would be able to throw for fucking two hundred twenty fucking yards in any given game. Like it's ah, like, they're like, struggling. They can't do. They can't cover third downs. They can't run the ball. They can't. They can't do anything. Literally, they can't they do anything. It seemed like they were just always in like third and long, right? Yeah. And uh, Smith is throwing some bad balls now. He's like throwing interceptions or he's, he's not like reading the defense like he used to. Like it's like, uh, you know, right, let's slow the roll on Geno Smith. I think don't slow the roll on Geno Smith. Speed up the roll on Geno Smith. I also <laughs> dislike Brock Purdy with, with, uh, with so much vim. And v- I do not like that fucking guy. Like, and everyone's on the Brock train. Mr. Irrelevant. And fucking, oh, can you believe? Can you believe it, Herb Curb Street? <laughs> Herb Burb Street? Or well, Herb, it shows Herb. you, last night shows you, like, when, when, uh, they, he doesn't have to do, do much, and he can act success, right? And when he can just that, read that. But that's, that's the, the thing is, he's just, it's just checkdowns. Like, and everyone's, right. like, oh, so high on him. See, like you said, right. that Seattle has a terrible fucking defense. It's checkdowns, it's throws to McCaffrey, it's hands off. Like yeah. his passes are dog shit. Like he's just not like he's in a system where he's right. like he, all he had to do last night was get two touchdowns. He had to score fourteen points. Like sure, and everyone's like, oh, it's just like Dilfer. Like this is how the Ravens won. I'm sorry, but like if anybody gets pressure, I can't wait for them to play somebody who actually fucking has a defense. It's not fucking exactly. Arizona, and it's not fucking Seattle. So like, yes. let's fucking just pause. If we want to talk about slowing your rolls, let's pause on fucking Brock Purdy. Okay, yeah. guy's yes. dog shit. Absolutely. I'm not into him. And he fucking See, thinks he's all the rage. Mo- yeah, and he would like the guy was like threw it like wide and terrible. It was like, all right. All See, like- over the fucking place. And and and, yeah. and Herb Curb nerd and fucking Al couldn't fucking wait to like just shower him. That fucking play where he the the double the double pump, like the double fake was the corniest fucking shit I've ever seen. That was like something someone drew up in a fucking flag football game. It worked because Seattle's defense sucks. But yeah. that double pump, it was so corny it like it like looked it wasn't he didn't it was just a planned play pump left pump right throw down the middle like i can't even worked <laughs> it's, it's yeah like a fucking sprinkler out there like if it was if you did that because those were like unplanned and you were checking oh shit that's not there that's not there but like it was so dumb it was so, the dumbest it was the dumbest play and it worked but it was dumb i fucking i have i i hate san francisco san francisco is my top most hated team. I do, I just I, I I like I despise. I'm them. happy with that. I'm. I despise yeah. them. Yeah. Nick fucking Bosa, Joey cool. Bosa. So everybody dude. wants them in the suit. Like who wants this team? <sighs> McCaffrey, fuck that, that guy. It has. They have to justify 
Kyle Shanahan's fucking like geniusness. Yeah, why? Like, yeah, he's everyone's like he's the smartest coach. Yeah, and I'm like, what? He's a 500 fucking coach. Yeah, he's never won a fucking ring. He shits the bed in the fucking big game. He's Mike McCarthy. He's they young Mike McCarthy. On the on the TV last night, he was like, he's like 48 and 46 as a coach. Yeah, and he went one Super Bowl. But now, but they, everyone considers like the like the greatest fucking coach of all time. It's like the guy's a fucking 500 coach, man. Shannon, didn't Shanahan pick the reins up from like a, like a legendary coach? Wasn't that how that worked? Didn't what didn't he like? I can't remember. I might be getting the uh, history. No, no, no. San Francisco struggled for a long time uh, before Shanahan came. No, the, his Steven dad Shanahan. Oh, his dad. Yeah, Mike Shanahan. Yeah. yeah. Was who was fucking not a great coach either, but he happened to win two fucking Super Bowls because he had John Elway. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's just like uh, right, just yeah. right. Coattails of the names. Yeah. Fuck, fuck, fuck the Shanahans. Yeah. Yeah, shenanigans. That's what I think. Yeah. All right. So Saturday, we got Saturday games for some got reason. Saturday games. What's going on with Saturday games? Uh, Indianapolis plus four on the road in Minnesota. Okay. Um, I feel like this is like Minnesota was a dog to Detroit last week and like got blown out. And now, and now I'm supposed to, you know, think that Minnesota is is a is a four point favorite against the shitty Colts fucking team with a fucking head coach who's a former commentator and a and a I don't know which way you're going with this dude who do you owner like? who is I think he's like fell off the wagon and is like ripping oh, through dude, fucking he's, heaters here he's now crazy it's crazy is, like who looks like he's fucking cracked out of yeah, his fucking yeah. he looks still. bad he looks bad yeah his like I don't off. I looked at that I saw that picture of that and I was like that guy's gonna die soon his teeth are like rotting out of his head he's backing Dan Snyder he's like he's yeah I, I, but yeah. how is uh, Minnesota I don't know what's what the fuck is that team? They're the fucking they're they're two or something. What is the record? Great. They're ten and three or something like that. They're awesome. Yeah, but I, but they're not. They're terrible. They're great. You just be nice to Minnesota. They're they're awesome. You're gonna take them this week, so am I. Let's take minus four, I guess. Yeah, yeah I because it may, the Colts are really fucking bad. But the way things have been going the last couple of weeks, Indianapolis, I'm gonna win this fucking game. I'm gonna be fucking pissed to sell. Nah, you won't be. All right, Baltimore plus three in Cleveland. This Deshaun Watson thing is just deliciously terrible. Yeah, but Baltimore sucks. They suck, but the only thing I, I'm hanging my hat on is, is Ty, uh, Tyrod Huntley is back. Okay. Be healthy this game, and I think I'll take the three points. I'm definitely taking the points because I can't. I hate Cleveland, but I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland destroyed them. Yeah, but Cleveland's Baltimore's been, been Baltimore's been like getting lucky. Like, like getting Cleveland, lucky. People should not be playing Deshaun Watson. They, they should have they should be going back to uh It's all practice now. They're just practicing. They're just they're gonna practice. They're gonna play out the game and then hopefully play out the season, then next year they'll start fresh and he'll be great. Great. That's what they think. Great. Miami plus seven and a half in Buffalo with like, I don't know, ninety feet of snow. Apparently. I don't understand what the fuck Miami is. I don't get it at all. But I if it's gonna be snowy and it's in Buffalo I'm going to just take Buffalo, even though Josh Allen seems right. janky. Uh, I love mm-hmm. Miami. I want Miami the points, but I just, uh, two has been looking bad, dude. He's back to looking bad. bad. They think now that they've, everybody's like has, has the defense to figure him out and to play this offense and, and struggles and stuff. And I'm not entirely sure that Buffalo plays that style of defense, whatever it is. Yeah. And I just want just Cole, I just want Cole Beas- Beasley to succeed. So I'm, I'm really rooting for Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> fucking guy. <laughs> fucking idiot. Uh, Sunday games, Chris. Philly, minus nine in Chicago. Oh, I like Chicago here. If Fields is playing, I think he might, I think he might be questionable. Mm. But uh, I, I, know, I know Philadelphia's whooping everyone. But like Chicago at home, like I just, I've, nine points is just like a little too much. I still think Philly wins, but I like nine. Yeah, I, I feel like like three weeks ago, we sort of were like, we were sort of trying to ride that Philly thing, and then they lost a game or two, and then we were like, oh, "We're off Philly," and then we're like, t- "We were betting against Philly the last couple of weeks," and then they started like winning and dominating again. Yeah, like I don't know which way to, to go here, and 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 I I really hear your point about Chicago because I feel like this is kind of if this could be like a kind of a trap game here or something, but I'm going to take Philly minus the points because I'm stupid. I definitely put some money on Philly to win it all this past week because you can still get that it seems a, a decent money. Yeah, they seem very. Good. Uh, and and Jalen Hurts MVP is there is there money to put on there for you? No, there's a, he's. I think it's I think it's like even now. It's like 
Oh, is it even now? Yeah, okay. he's gonna he'll win it for sure. There's a uh, there's an, another option. I mean, Mahomes. Mahomes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't think so. This doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of Mahomes, Kansas City minus fourteen in Houston. It's funny. How the fuck does Houston score twenty plus points on a fucking Dallas defense? Well, they. They. I mean, they. They won that game, and then they. Then they they, lost. They had to lose, and they. So it's almost great coaching in the way that they lost, like the way they threw it at the end. It's impressive. It's impressive how they threw that game. So, I think I don't think they're even. They're gonna be like. This is like Lovey Smith, right? Yeah. They're like, Lovey, you're going to... Don't get that close again, okay? Let's just... Psh, <laughs> no more. So I think this is just a cream. I'm actually going to take Kansas City minus 14. Wow. All right. Um, Unless they just are like win... It's, 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 they just pump the brakes on it. I just, I just think that Houston's bad, and I think Kansas City's very good. But I don't know how they kept it close against a fucking Dallas team last week. But they can't do that again. They can't risk that again. Yeah, like what? You know what? I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go against you on this one just because it's fucking 14 points. Okay. I don't care. Dallas minus four and a half. Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville keeps winning whenever we pick against them. <laughs> Dallas will win. They have to, right? <laughs> do they? Do they? <laughs> they have to. I'm gonna take Dallas. I feel like no, they. Only four and a half points. I know it seems dumb. I think that's an overreaction. That's why I'm taking Dallas. I think it's a bad line. I think okay. if this game was three weeks ago, that's Dallas minus eight and a half. You know? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna take the points though because it's a home dog. Okay. Detroit plus one against the Jets and uh... everybody is just jocking the fucking Lions right now. Let's fucking slow down. <laughs> slow down. The Jets are good. The Jets have a great defense. Sure, they don't know who their quarterback is. Well, they have a competent quarterback. I like the Jets in this game. I think they, at home, this is the home team. Like, Detroit's like, oh, we're outside now? What are, what are we going to do? It's cold. <laughs> um, also, what's up with all these uh, late round or undrafted quarterbacks like succeeding in the league right now? Because the league's boring as fuck. Like, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Right? Like, fucking Brock Purdy, fucking yeah. Mike White now. Yeah. Like, they're all actually like Doesn't good matter. quarterbacks. Just- Look at fucking, look at like, what's his name? Uh, Kenny fucking Pickett. People are yeah. like, he's great. He's not a great. He's kind of no. shitty. Yeah. Because we're, uh, we're in a league now that everything, everyone kind of sucks at quarterback, including our legendary Hall of Fame quarterbacks, like, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers. Like, it's all, everyone's just bad. So then Mike White's can come in and be like, look like superstars. Yes. It's dumb. I like the Jets. Uh, great. I like the Lions. You like the Goffs? Yeah. Don't um, Pittsburgh, plus two and a half in Carolina. So, are we going to see Mason Rudolph? If so, I love Pittsburgh. If it's Trubisky, <laughs> though, I'm really afraid of. I, I, it's, it's, not pick, it's, it's, it's not Kenny Pickett, right? Like That's a for sure. I think he's got too many concussions. Yeah, so I guess I'll take Pittsburgh, but I hope it's Mason Rudolph. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I just take Pittsburgh because I've been doing it the last couple of weeks, taking the points, and it seems to be working out. Even though Carolina seems like uh, they might be able to win their division now. Well, here's at the this thing. point, like so. So last week, this is this is why you shouldn't take Pittsburgh. Last week, the Steelers, even though Trubisky threw all those interceptions, still did fairly decent. Um, they couldn't stop the run, right? They couldn't stop J.K. Dobbins. That's all Carolina does is run. And so if it's if it's anything like last week. Pittsburgh's going to get fucking whooped because they just don't, they just couldn't stop the run. So that's the, that's the pop. That good though. Like they just looked good against Seattle last week and every, everybody runs for 200 yards and, and, and looks like the fucking second coming of Joe Montana. Like, so like, let's, let's not get that twisted about Carolina. It's like, they're good. They play in a shitty division. Um, they've made a big turnaround since they fired their dumbass coach. But they're but, still not going to make the playoffs. Like they might like nah. Tampa Bay kind of sucks. They'll be fine. Uh, Carolina's making a run here. Like, I'm not saying that they're There's great. There's no world where Sam Darnold makes the playoffs and fucking and Tom Brady doesn't. Like, and sucks next year. It's going to happen. Half there. And I think New Orleans is tanking. I hope so. Because otherwise, they're just terrible. I think they're tanking. Yeah. 
And Atlanta uh, moved on to Desmond Ritter. Speaking of, of I'm excited about that. In the south there, Atlanta's plus four and a half. I love Atlanta. I love Ritter. I'll, give me Ritter. Give me four and a half. This is going to be a fucking. This yeah, is going to be Ritter. Yeah. Be like what? Ritter in this offense? Future MVP. He's going to look. Yeah, he's going to look pretty good. Everyone's going to be like, oh, Desmond Ritter. Here we go. All right, uh, New England minus one in Vegas, Chris. Uh, Mac fucking Jones. The fucking Messiah. I love Mac Jones. <laughs> give, me, give me Jones Beach all day. Love that guy. Um, Even though I think St- Raymond Stevenson, Ray, what's that his name? He, he might be injured, but sure, that hurts. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Vegas Raymond plus Andre. one, I guess. Who cares? Let's move on to Arizona plus three. <laughs> Denver. Worst game ever. I, Worst I'll, game I'm taking ever. Denver at minus three, which is crazy, but I'm doing so, it. Chris, here's a here's a take. Is Russell Wilson? <laughs> hold on, excuse me. Is Russell Wilson, the perfect example that Jesus doesn't give a fuck about sports. He's so weird, dude. <laughs> like, like this guy. This guy was. Like, I. It's still the iconic image in the first game of the season in Seattle, where he's like in the middle of a fucking field. He's got his arms spread like wide open, like he's fucking singing a Creed song. With arms wide open. And he's, he's twirling around, like praising Jesus. You know, for God is so good. You know, and he posts all this stuff about how, you know, God and everything, that's, it's just, it's all about that and, and, and you know, and, and his, his abilities and his gifts and the, his whole life, right? It's all about in the, in the, in the name of God. Mm-hmm. And he sucks so bad. Now, he has a fucking concussion and and like i just there's there's no all you do all that stuff for show to praise your fucking lord and savior mm-hmm. and the guy does the guy doesn't fucking care man yeah, doesn't care about football did, he doesn't you, care about fucking did football. you see this travis kelsey quote on him no let me read this to you this is great it's travis kelsey talking about russell wilson i got a chance to meet russ before the game Nice enough guy, but there's an ever-present stepdad who tries too hard cringe that makes that permeates the air around him. He yeah. asked me if I thought people who watch Harry Potter were going to hell. When I laughed and told him I don't know, he asked who my ha- favorite Harry Potter character was. I replied, Hagrid, and he told me he'd be praying for me. <laughs> he had a lot of nervous energy, like a theater kid recording a TikTok movie monologue. His voice kept shifting accents when we talked, like a computer that was trying to sync up with my voice. I don't know. Seem like a dude who would hang out with Patrick's brother. <laughs> not that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's perfect, man. I mean, that's just that's. I I was like, damn, dude, that's a like. Russ, yeah, Russ is fucking. He doesn't know who he is. No, no, no. He doesn't. And and the fact that they're trying to rush him back now to 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 play in this game, like they you just shut him down for the season, man. Like you're not going anywhere. You're not doing anything. You suck. Your whole the whole team sucks. The coach sucks. Russ sucks. <laughs> like just like. But, so I'm taking. Let's take Denver. Let's move on. Oh. Take Denver with me. We got. We got to. We got to shore these up. Ready? All right. I'm taking Arizona. Cincinnati <laughs> minus in Tampa Bay. That put some fucking put some respect on Cincinnati's name here. Like, yeah. come on. That's right. dumb. Good enough. Tennessee plus three in LA against the Chargers. I like the Chargers in this one. I think the Chargers are like moving things, the, the arrow in the right direction a little bit. And I think Tennessee's falling off. Great. I'm taking that's Tennessee. Like, that's like you were, that's Sophie's choice for you. Yeah. I don't know what to, I don't know what, I, I can't bet on that game. Uh, Giants plus four. Are you so excited Washington. for it? Are you going to watch it? Oh. Like, look at this slow moving, boring <laughs> football. <laughs> Six yard passes. Great. Uh, did we just have this game like a week ago or something? Yeah, the Giants I don't, I don't get it. I don't yeah. get it. The Giants are maybe bad now, but I still think that I will take the I'll take the points. Four and a half there? Yeah, easy. Uh, the Rams plus seven in Green Bay with with the uh, the new Golden God Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Mayfield. I mean, is Green Bay who's who's quarterback? Aaron Rodgers, I think. And I like Green Bay. I'm gonna take Green Bay. Uh, all right. I, 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 that, this is a remember. It's Baker Mayfield. All right. Let's fucking whoa. Okay. Also, uh, fucking Mayfield, Chris. I don't know what that means. Just a heads up, quickly, uh, to put a bow in this. Um, 
I just got a text from my mom, literally, uh, 10 minutes ago. I just looked at it. Uh, Watch Sebastian Maniscalco's Is It Me? Vegas show. It's great, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) My mom knows me so well. (laughs) Jesus Christ. She listening right now? (laughs) No. She just could tell. (laughs) Fucking A. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Well, with that, have yourself a a merry week, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye.